Starcasting to you from the City of Angels. Hi, everyone. My name is Kiris. Thank you so much for listening to the Voice of Astrology podcast. This is our astrology for the week, beginning Sunday, April 10th through Saturday, April 16th, 2022. Journey with astrology and let's explore how to connect with the stars, the planets, the energy for our new week ahead. Now, the week is starting off on Sunday, April 10th, with Mercury changing signs. We have Mercury, which just sped so quickly through the sign of Aries, Cardinal Fire Aries, which was all about being bold, courageous, and getting things started. But today, on Sunday, April 10th, we have Mercury changing signs into fixed Earth Taurus ruled by Venus. Now, this Mercury in an Earth sign ruled by Venus is about clarification. There can be a lot of confusion with this Mercury placement. Mercury is in an Earth sign and it's tying into Venus, which is about bringing things back into balance. And most importantly, taking your time, fixed earth Taurus, to get very clear on deals you may be negotiating, relationships, things that you're buying or selling, Taurus is a money sign. So make sure that whatever it is that you're communicating about and for, that you give yourself, you indulge yourself with taking your time. This is a very different energy than Mercury and Aries. Mercury typically loves to be in air and fire because air and fire moves quickly, which is in harmony with Mercury at its best. But this is fixed earth Taurus and Venus can be out of balance which is what this has to do with this Mercury in Taurus. So basically what it means is that Mercury in Taurus is moving very quickly through the sign of Taurus, but don't allow yourself to be pushed or rushed into a decision, into a situation. Make it a point that you take your time and pace yourself. Give yourself that luxury because with this Mercury in Taurus, it is key that you do not allow yourself to be confused or rushed into a situation. Get clarity, demand that you get the facts before you're rushed into anything. So this is how we're starting off the week with April 10th, Mercury changing signs. And Mercury, again, is how we take in information, how we process that information, and how we communicate the information back. Mercury rules over the radio, the news, podcasts, anything to do with important information that you need. So this is how we're starting off the week. Now, on Sunday, the 10th, the moon is in fixed fire Leo. Leo rules the heart. And Mercury is making an applying square to the moon. So with matters of expressing how you feel, uh, 
connected to matters of romance and the heart. Again, think twice before you say anything, before you express. It's not a Mercury retrograde, of course, but we're looking at this square element and it's involved with Mercury and the moon. So think about it first. Again, before you jump to conclusions, if you feel like jumping to conclusions, get clarification. Now, this is not an exact square by degree, but the two elements, earth and fire, they don't recognize each other, so to speak. So get that clarification, even though it's not an exact square by degree. They're still squaring off with each other, two fixed signs, Taurus and Leo. Now, as we go into Monday, we still have the moon in romantic fixed fire Leo. And the moon in Leo will make a stunning trine, a fire trine, to the sun exalted in Aries. So the sun is the outer expression. The moon is the internal emotions and expression. And when the moon trines the sun and it's in the element of fire, this is just so romantic. It's exciting. It's getting things started. We're looking at the element of fire. So this is a lot of warmth. Also now we're in the second quarter to full moon phase of the moon, which means that the energy is now intensifying. It's building towards the full moon coming up in the sign of Libra ruled by Venus, which I'll get to. But when we go from second quarter to full moon, this is a cycle of the moon that corresponds to the summertime the hot, dry time of the year where there's a lot of action. There's a lot of energy to get things done. Now, second quarter to full moon, no matter what time of the year we're in, when we're in that second quarter to full moon, it brings in a summertime influence. So what this means for you is that the energy, the light, the power, and how to connect to that this is saying, yes, move forward, get things done that perhaps you've been putting off or things that you want to accomplish. The moon pulls on the earth and can lift up the crust of the earth at least 18 inches. We know that the moon pulls on the tides of the ocean. Our body is mostly water. So, of course, we feel that full moon energy and we're in full moon week now. So that energy is there and how to connect to it is going with what it is that you want to accomplish, but make sure you get the facts because we just had the Mercury move into fixed Earth Taurus. Now, when we go into April 12th, the moon changes signs, the moon cools down a bit and goes into mutable Earth Virgo, ruled by Mercury. And so with the moon in Virgo, this is the details. Everything is in the little details. Mercury and Virgo, this has to do with 
seeing where there is a crucial flaw that needs to be fixed. And Virgo is superb at perfecting things. Virgo can look at something and see exactly where it needs to be modified or perfected and fix something that is crucial, that it runs smoothly. Because with the moon moving into mutable earth, Virgo ruled by Mercury on April 12th, we're also having the Jupiter at home in Pisces making the conjunction to Neptune in Pisces. So this aspect hasn't happened since 1856. And when we look at this aspect of Jupiter at home in Pisces, which is water, and Neptune in Pisces, which is the ocean and water, we're looking at flooding. We're looking at masses and masses of water. And so when we connect to this energy, we're saying we're seeing that the approach of the full moon on April 12th, the moon has moved into the sign of perfection, Virgo. And Virgo is all about seeing that little crack in the dam, that little flaw, that little mistake that perhaps we're overlooking that means so much. Because again, one little crack in the dam can bring the whole thing down. And then after the moon moves into Virgo, we do have that Jupiter and Pisces conjunct Neptune. This is emotional to say the least. On a psychological, emotional level, Jupiter and Pisces conjunct Neptune and Pisces is the flood of emotions on a physical level, because everything in astrology is natural and connects to the natural world. Jupiter conjunct Neptune in Pisces is about literally the overflow, the flooding of waters. Now, after we have that Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, we have the moon in Virgo making an earth trine flow to Uranus in the sign of Taurus, ruled by Venus. And so the moon earth trying to Uranus in Taurus, this can bring a great enhancement, a great ease as far as the flow or negotiating a deal that has to do with a lot of money, because we're looking at the element of earth, which is tangible. It's physical, it's money, it's the economy. And then the moon in Virgo will make an opposition to Venus exalted in Pisces. So that Venus exalted in Pisces is connecting, it's tying into the Jupiter in Pisces and Neptune in Pisces. Again, a lot of fertility, creativity, flow, abundance, and of course, emotion and water. When we go into April 13th, we still have the moon in Virgo and the moon in Virgo makes an inconjunct to Chiron 
the wounded healer in Aries. Now, Virgo and Aries, they make what's called solstice points to each other. And this aspect of adjustment, what this can mean for you and how to connect to this is that Chiron and Aries is about your image, your look, how you're seen. Aries is the sense of I am, here I am, and what you see is what you get. So when it comes to the appearance and how you're putting yourself out there and or branding yourself or doing a makeover cycle, that moon in Virgo can bring a nice little adjustment for you, some small detail that for you makes all the difference in the world. I like this aspect very much. When we go into April 14th, the moon will now enter the sign of Cardinal Air Libra ruled by Venus. Venus is exalted in Pisces. That's very sweet. And we also have Mars, the planet of action and getting things done. The male modality in astrology, Mars enters Pisces, mutable water Pisces and Mars loves to be in a water sign because Mars is at home in its domicile in the sign of Scorpio. So Mars entering Pisces, this is a, a nice aspect of getting things done, accomplishing things with that Mars energy, but in a more harmonious way. It's not such a force that it doesn't take the time because we're looking at water and water moves more slowly than fire and air, just like the mercury that we just covered. So Mars in Pisces is that willingness, that energy, that ability to adapt and make certain changes to accomplish the goal. We are now also in what's called waxing gibbous moon phase. We're almost at the full moon, not quite there. And so when the moon is almost full, there's still more room for growth. The moon, yes, has entered cardinal air Libra, which wants harmony and peace ruled by Venus. And Venus is exalted. That's a really nice full moon that we're approaching with those aspects that are happening here, because when we tie this all together and we look at the scope of the week, which is second quarter to full moon, and then we have these aspects that bring in the Piscean, the Jupiter ruled, which Jupiter is faith, it's belief, it's knowing that things are going to happen, knowing that things are going to manifest before they have physically manifested. It's that water, that emotion of you knowing, you feeling into, yes, it's going to work out. Yes, things are going to come about in such a way that the outcome is very positive. Now we're looking at the almost full moon at 26 degrees Libra. So the moon is in Libra. And that begins on Thursday, April 14th. And then on Friday, we have 
the moon in Libra making a solstice point. That's an understanding to Venus exalted in Pisces. This is a nice interplay, a nice connection of peace, harmony, beauty. Beauty is something that heals all of us. We need beauty. So making things, manifesting beautiful things, including relationships, is what's happening as we approach that full moon in Libra. And on Saturday, April 16th, the moon in Libra will reach its culmination, its fullness. And we get the full moon at 11.55 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Make the adjustments for the time zone you're in. And when we have this full moon in Libra at 26 degrees, we're looking at the third decanate of the division of Libra, which brings in a Gemini influence component. And so the Gemini influence to this full moon at 26 degrees Libra is that flexibility, that open-mindedness to negotiate a peaceful situation. When we look at the full moon in Libra, the opposite, of course, is the sun exalted in Aries. So that axis, the Aries-Libra axis, is the axis of relationship. In the natural wheel, Aries and Libra, that is the I versus we component, meaning I am Aries, we are Libra. It's the individual Aries with the marriage partner, the partnership, the we are togetherness of Libra. And so bringing this into harmony and balance, meaning how to maintain your individuality, your sense of I am within a relationship and relationships, compromising, getting along, making peace, diplomacy, yet still holding on to the sense of who you are as an individual. This is what is being brought into the light, into awareness with this full moon in Libra. Now the 26 degrees, again, that brings in the Gemini influence of being open-minded to adapt Gemini, to negotiate Gemini. Libra, the sign of Libra, one of the things that they learn with this sign of Libra is maintaining certain boundaries. Aries brings in the lesson having to do with too selfish or not. Again, it's the marriage individual axis in astrology, maintaining your needs, your wants, the wants of the baby, this is Aries, with the needs of the individuals in a marriage, in a partnership, in a marriage, there are three components, I, you, and the marriage, and how we take care of 
the needs and wants to keep and maintain a healthy marriage relationship. So this is what we're looking at here individually and also on a global scale. How does each individual maintain their independence and self-reliance and sense of unique I amness within the balance and the harmony of a relationship, the primary marriage relationship, but all kinds of relationships. And I just love the fact that it's at 26 degrees because Gemini, if nothing else, is open-minded to communicate, to speak, to learn, to adapt, to change. And that's that 26 degrees influence with this full moon. Then after we have the full moon, the moon goes into her fall in the sign of Scorpio, which is water, fixed water. And then on the 16th, the day and the evening closes with the moon and Scorpio making a water trine flow to its ruler, Mars and Pisces. So this adds in more emotion, but the ease of emotion, because we're looking at a trine aspect, which is how you feel, moon and Scorpio, and that's pretty intense, making a nice water trine flow to Mars and Pisces, which is, yes, getting things done and getting your needs met, but with the willingness, the ability, the energy to adapt and make certain changes. So the whole scope of the week and how to connect with the stars, the planets, the energy from beginning of the week to the full moon is one, get the facts and do not allow yourself to be rushed or pushed into a decision or a negotiation. That's that Mercury in Taurus, which is take your time. Taurus takes its time. And then we have this flood of emotion, Jupiter conjunct Neptune and Pisces. And that's physically, symbolically, psychologically, emotionally, the flood of water. And also because we're looking at Jupiter in Pisces, that's reach for the stars, dream big, go beyond in your imagination and in your visualization. We need the visionaries now, meaning how we are moving into the future and the new stories that we're writing and scripting, where is the vision for the future? And then with the water components, we go into the full moon, Libra aspect. And with the moon in Libra approaching the full moon moment, with Venus exalted in Pisces. This is a really nice aspect in time to negotiate peace and harmony. And those two signs make solstice points to each other. So there is an understanding here, an empathy of how to bring into awareness the peace and harmony for the individual and for all kinds of relationships. So 
beautiful full moon coming up. This is how to connect with the stars and planets in the energy for our beautiful week ahead. Enjoy the gorgeous full moon. It's always spectacular. No matter how many millions of full moons I see, it just always takes my breath away and inspires awe. Just looking at the gorgeousness of the heavens. It's always spectacular. Thank you, everyone. I'll be back next week. And of course, I will see you all in the stars. Thank you.